come to this podcast and listen to all the crap we spew out into your ear holes. Your ear holes will thank you. I said ear holes. Ear hole will thank you. Correct. (laughs) Get your other holes serviced by other podcasts. Okay! All right. It's a podcast. I'm a guy with a voice like this. He's named Mike. I don't know what's happening. And you are? I'm Craig. Oh, come on. Do a silly voice. I'm Craig. There you go. (laughs) And here we are. With another guy. A guy and a guy and another guy. Yep. A real person, not one of them virtual ones. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's uh, let's prove that he's real. Hello, Josh. Hello, Craig. Hello, Mike. Hello. Thank, thank you for being real. Potentially real person that looks and sounds like Josh. <laughs> I don't remember that hat being there before. That's a new hat. We're going to have to talk about that. It's a nice hat. <laughs> I, I, I'm fond of it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. You, you paid money for it. <laughs> true. Very true. <laughs> um, and you got a new hat because... Uh, I went to, to Disney. Disney! To, to, like, mostly for friendship, to, to meet up with friends that I have not seen in several years since they uh, moved back to Canada. Uh, Scott and his wife. They came down for Disney. Yep. You guys went, you and... Uh, me, me and Jen. Uh, the roommate. Yep. Rolled down there. I was wondering if there was the more to it than Florida there. Disney? Yep. Okay. Disney Florida World. Disney. World. The, o- the only real Disney. Right? <laughs> Disney World. Is Disneyland still open? <laughs> it's open. <laughs> it, it, they still... go to it on Big Bang Theory. Yeah. It still exists <laughs> as far as I know. They changed its name to Wally World though, right? <laughs> That, that was definitely parks closed. Yeah. Moose out front should have told you. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was definitely interesting. Has like you know, gen, like all the other three people on this trip have been more recently than me. Whereas last time I was at Disney, Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom were still not open. Like they, I think they were being built, but they they oh, okay. hadn't hadn't opened up at the at the time. It was still just Magic Kingdom and Epcot. So did you do the whole schmear? Did you do... Uh, we only had three days, uh-huh. and, and so we only... We did Magic Kingdom, Epcot, and Animal Kingdom, and we want to, like, go back in, like, a couple of years when we can, you know, save up for... It's an expensive trip. It's a little pricey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no way around that. And the, those those magic bands they have now are dangerous. It's just this RFID thing that goes around your wrist that they can, if you're staying on property, it's like your room key. You can, it can be tied to one of your credit cards. So you just scan and pin <laughs> to oh spend money. Dangerous. That's really dangerous. You have no idea how much the total is until. Yeah, not not until the, has they, I guess to get around small transaction limits on cards, they come through in batches. So 
yeah, you don't really have much of an idea until towards the end of the trip. <laughs> oh my, look Start at my bill. Start getting a bunch of emails. <laughs> what? Oh, well, that's not that yeah. bad for one day. Oh, wait. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sounds like fun. You, and, and your cats, the cats survived. Yeah, we have a friend that lives up in Buckhead that, like, she grew up with cats, but she doesn't have any of her own at the moment. And she was very happy to, you know, all four of our cats stayed at her place. And wow, that they yeah. came through. Josh, Josh and Jen are crazy cat people. Cat hotel. No, I'm <laughs> for this person. Yeah. All of a sudden, there's four cats. And for you, it's no big deal. Yeah. Well, well, like cat hotel. Like I said, this friend grew up with cats, and like I think she takes more pictures of our cats than we do. <laughs> We were kept well informed of what they were doing while we were gone. Well, that's good. But yeah, that was one of the big stresses, especially with my older cat's diabetes. It's like, I don't trust a lot of people to deal with that. Even the ones I do trust, I don't want to put that burden on them. So it's, I don't go on too many long trips nowadays. <laughs> hmm. Diabetes. Yep. <laughs> diabetes. Diabetes, diabetes. <laughs> diabetes, diabetes, diabetes. Diabetes, diabetes, diabetes. Oh, oh, Wilford oh, Brimley's diabetes. first album or <laughs> Help me diabetes, diabetes. Okay, no, no, no I just I know that. it's on the greatest hits. <laughs> uh let's do this thing here. Did we both just jump to that? <laughs> I, I can verify that did happen. A little, little bit. <laughs> Turning what's, that down. What's news, Mike? News? The plague is back. Wonderful! Yay, plague! Which one? The pneumonic plague. Oh my, that's one of the lesser known ones. The yep. P-N... The pneumonic? P-N-E-U? Right. Yeah. Um, yes, but it's... Uh, well... As of this recording, it's still in Madagascar. Thanks a lot, Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> right? It's her fault, right? You know, say what you will about her and her va anti-vaccine thing, but she sure can suck the chrome off a trailer hitch. Whoa! Basketball. Oh, okay, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Movie quotes. Uh yeah, so there's a bunch of airborne plague in Madagascar. Worst outbreak in 50 years. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Yep. Still, as of this recording in Madagascar, who knows by the time you're listening to this, <laughs> you could a, have it too. It might be a full blown <laughs> pandemic. Could be all over the place. Notice we don't go to the positive side. Like, well, it might be have been dealt oh, with. Oh, they could have just, like, yeah. It's no, fixed. It's, yeah, they found a cure. Or it's, you know, other countries do. That's okay. We got people that it's their job to make sure that kind of stuff doesn't happen. Yeah. But this this um, uh, amazing, we'll, 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 wonderful... We're on the case. Yes. Somebody is, we hope. Hopefully not the people at this website. Because <laughs> they they went the opposite route and decided that... Um, well, first of all, uh, this was after one day of increase in, in, in plague cases in Madagascar. So that's the one... Or five day period, like that's the five day. The, the actual statistic stops there, and then they have projected out like a month and a half, and have this nice uh, parabolic I was curve say, upward that looks, to infinity. That looks an awful lot like a parabola. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, 
that's the actual data. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the two points on the left and the eighteen to the yeah. right. This that is go to everyone dying. This, this is the oh my they god. Made up. Yeah. yeah, this is the oh my god. Be afraid. Yeah. Click on this link. I was, I was about to say, how, how do we make it look more terrifying? Mm-hmm. Exponential curve. <laughs> well. How how do they make it look more terrifying? Well, here we're gonna we're gonna uh, color in Madagascar red, and then draw a bunch of huge red arrows everywhere around Madagascar, and then color that in yellow. But as, as but there some, are no actual cases anywhere where there's right, yellow. Like, like Madagascar is a new mnemonic plague pinata mm-hmm. that someone hits, and it just <laughs> mnemonic plague into everything around it. <laughs> nice graphic. Yes, we praised graphic designers. Last week. <laughs> oh, no, wait. No, we made fun of them. We made fun of them well, last we did, week for we, making fun of them. This week. We, we praised uh, the ones that Jim works with. That's right. We we, we praised the good ones. Yes. <laughs> what else is news, Craig? Um, <laughs> maybe they can make their uh, mnemonic play, play go away with some healthy vegetables. Yummy. Um, the problem is that trying to sell people vegetables as healthy does not sell them well. Well, you know no, what does not. sell them well? Gets them fed your dog. According the table to well. a study, <laughs> why calling them things like twisted citrus glazed carrots and sweet sizzling green beans and crispy shallots and dynamite chili and tangy lime seasoned beets. Any, That's any, how you sell your vegetables. Is there any sriracha on those vegetables? We're gonna. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, they said. Uh, even though vegetables were prepared, they, they, they ran a study where they prepared the vegetables the same way, no matter what. Yeah. Okay. But then they, and then they advertised them differently, told them differently, and then okay. had them people eat them and sure. see what, you see whether they chose them or Did, not. Yeah. Um, giving veggies an indulgent descriptor increased the number of people who chose the vegetable by 25% over basic labeling, 35% over healthy positive labeling. Wow. So just <laughs> calling them vegetables is, is better than is better calling than them calling healthy. Them healthy. <laughs> healthy alternative. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want that. Well, that's done. not going to taste good. But chili lime, you say. <laughs> I'm I'm touchy with the lime. I only like lime certain places. Citrus glazed twisted? Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Citrus. <laughs> twisted citrus glazed uh, carrots. Okay. Carrots. Twisted sister glazed? What? <laughs> twisted sister glazed. <laughs> it's got a... <laughs> D. Snyder dipped D. Snyder. In, into yeah, a, yeah, a D. sugary <laughs> coating. D. Snyder on the package. <laughs> the little star coming out of his teeth. Bling. <laughs> Now, Pete if, Snyder likes eating healthy vegetables. They if, keep him going on stage. If this Give one, him energy that he needs, if, vitamins and minerals. If this was Gene Simmons from Kiss, he'd be all over that right now. <laughs> it's another way to whore himself out and make money. He he, but, he never turns down a marketing opportunity, as far as I can tell. No, he does did not. A, did his reality show go away? I can't remember seeing an advertisement for that in forever. I don't, I don't him know. Him and his family. You know how many advertisements I see nowadays? None. <laughs> very, very <laughs> few. I see advertisements from two shows that I watch via Sling where I yeah. have to watch the ad- advertisements. Uh-huh. Everything else, ad-free. Baby. So what else you got? Anything over there? News, newsboy, new hat guy? <laughs> um, I was. Is that a newsboy hat? 
Kind of. Um, it's pretty close. It's I, the shape. similar. I, it's I, the style. It, it's, yeah, there's a bunch of similar styles. Yeah, it's, I, it's close. I think it's more what's called like an ivy or maybe a golf cap. Like, I, I don't know. There's like five different hats that are kind of vaguely close to this. Yeah. And okay. I can never remember which is and which. And it's like, it, it, it comes down to how much stuff there is there above the brim, right? Yeah, something like, like that. Like that one has... has less stuff maybe a newsboy hat has more maybe there's stuff a, maybe there's an exciting graphic online somewhere that shows yeah. <laughs> what those hats look like and like if you have this much upper hat material pooping itself out over onto the brim um then it's this kind of hat but if you only have this much yeah. then it's anyway what do you got yeah <laughs> um so like one of the big discussions happening in like video game industry stuff right now is microtransactions oh. that those Little extra things they really want you to buy because they say they need the money and they aren't making it on sales, even though everyone who follows the numbers says that's a lie. <laughs> um, Activision is, you know, widely considered one of the scummier publishers. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, so about, yeah, that that's, yeah. Is that their new slogan? We're one of the scummier. Activision, we do scummy. Well, like, <laughs> of course, EA and Ubisoft are always trying to, to outdo them, so who knows how long they'll hold on to that crown. Um, But no, like, uh, a while back, like, they had this patent surface that it was like a way of trying to use multiplayer matchmaking to sell people on microtransactions, like, putting, if I recall how it works proper, you know, recall how it was supposed to work correctly, like, put newer players and, like, based on what, like, the algorithm views of, like, what kind of weapons they use, put these newer players with veteran players that have, like, you know, higher-end weapons you have to buy in that type. And, you know, then, of course, when they get beaten badly by these players, they look at that weapon they're using and be like, I should buy that. And it's, uh, yeah, not not a great look for Activision, which already has a lot of people not liking their business practices. But then, like, news recently hit on uh, Call of Duty World War II, like the new Call of Duty that's about to come out. Uh, I guess for the multiplayer matches, they have this new kind of, like, Normandy Beach hub area where people, like, are collected before the multiplayer match starts. <laughs> And so, like, microtransactions are in the form of, like, planes drop loot on the beach, like, loot boxes on the beach, and, like, it's a public spectacle to open your microtransaction loot boxes in front of other players. (laughs) (laughs) Try trying to sell anyone who hasn't bought them, and, like, people, I guess... It looks like people actually see what these other people get out of the loot boxes, and it's just another attempt to, like, put it in people's face to make them want to buy them. Oi. Hmm. So how much are the microtransactions? I've, I don't About know that on that's average. been... for I On average, like, it, it depends on the kind of microtransactions. Like, some games have it where you can, like, direct buy the thing you see that you want which those are normally more expensive, but then, like, the trend nowadays is, like, randomized loot boxes where you pay, like, $3 for a thing that'll give you random stuff that you may or may not want. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and and there's, you know, you have 
people have just gotten so used to it like you still have a few people on the the reporting side that are like still calling out the publishers out on this stuff but like a lot of people i think have just gotten so used to it they're like please stop talking about it we're sick of hearing about it but it's one of those things that doesn't go away if you just don't talk about it so <laughs> it keeps happening the companies keep finding worse and worse ways <laughs> to put microtransactions in their games three bucks that's kind of an expensive uh virtual slot machine hmm. yeah and i mean that's basically what it is and i think i can't remember if it was the uk like like some legislature, I think it was the UK because of a petition, like actually looked at like, has the questions come up? Like, is this gambling? And like, it's very obviously gambling style mechanics, but the UK came back, you know, after discussing it, we're kind of like, it's not strictly speaking gambling has you're guaranteed something like it's not where you're, you know, you're, you're absolutely like, you might just get nothing, even if right. you get nothing you want. You're getting, something. You're getting something, so it doesn't fit their traditional legal definition of gambling, but uh -huh. kind of their caveat on that was like, you know, there may come a case that finally gets us to reevaluate that legal definition. <laughs> like if everybody is only getting crappy stuff, yeah, it may as well be nothing. Well, like Blizzard has their game Overwatch has that kind of gambling, loot box gambling mechanic, and like... They actually, I, I can't remember how it happened, but somehow the 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 chance on the rarity of what's in the boxes became public, um, and it caused this uproar. And they eventually like tweaked the numbers to put them more in favor uh, of the players, and like things had like people kind of calmed down after that. But you still have a few. It's like, why were we so into these loot boxes in the first place? <laughs> Yep, not not a system I'm fond of. What they need is a woot box <laughs> on in the video game, right? I guess. So then you could get a virtual t-shirt or a virtual bag of poo, right? <laughs> sure. And not charge $3 for it. Maybe <laughs> like 30 cents. Yeah. I mean, it has like $3 does kind of seem like the average, but obviously game to game, it can vary. It's not that bad, but that ad, that's going to add up quick. It, it can, yeah. And then like the thing Blizzard does that still kind of annoys a lot of people is Blizzard will have like these time limited costumes. That's like most of the stuff for, for Overwatch is at least cosmetic, but they have these time limited costumes. And of course the only way you can get them is loot boxes earned during or earned or bought. As you can earn them in game, it can just take a while um once you get above a certain level. But like they have these time costumes. Like they had Olympic themed costumes last year and they'll have Halloween costumes for about a two to three week period, you know, through October. And like once that window closes, you cannot get those costumes anymore. So if they put out something you really want, it, it's enticing yeah. you to spend a lot of money on those boxes during that limited window. What else is news, Mike? Well, I couldn't find a graphic for the hat thing, but I found this uh, blog from 2011. <laughs> the, the village hats blog 
flat caps versus newsboy caps. What, <laughs> what is the difference? Oh, good. See, and and so and it seems like we've talked about this before on the show because I kind of remember the difference now. So that's a flat cap or a golf cap, <laughs> where the top of it is one piece of material. Uh, the newsboy cap has the little button with the pie shape button at the pieces. top with the panels. Okay, yeah. there you go. So we'll just sew a button on there and we'll there call you, it in. Yeah. And some fake seams radiating out from it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, architecture news? Oh, good Lord. How okay. about, well, okay, this isn't, it's sort of architecture news, but it's sort of, uh, more. it's more uh, making fun of um, structural engineer and um, geotechnical news. Okay. Have you heard about the skyscraper in uh, San Francisco that's sinking and leaning? Ooh, that's no good. The, the leaning tower of San Francisco? Uh-huh. Millennium Tower. I think it might be a naming problem. I think they were missing the Y2K <laughs> protocols when they designed that. Maybe their computers didn't get updated. <laughs> or maybe it's the fact that they're using 17-year-old computers Oops. to design this thing. <laughs> But yeah, it's uh it's been sinking and uh leaning and uh sunk 17 inches on the one side and tilted 14 inches at the top. 645 feet. I calculated that in AutoCAD by drawing it <laughs> cuz that's easier than calculating it cuz I've forgotten all math. And um it works out to point zero three something seven almost point zero four degrees okay but it's enough that if you put like a marble on your floor i was gonna say that's gonna make it a marble roll, roll. it rolls to yeah. the end um Oops. and there's giant cracks in the foundation in the basement that you can go and look at and people who bought the multi-million dollar condos in this building are all losing their ass <laughs> and it some some people think it might come down in an earthquake yeah, yeah, that that does seem like a distinct possibility. Um, leaning can't help, right? No. <laughs> in an earthquake, it can't... It, it not even 0. 0.037 degrees. It's not going to help. <laughs> uh, the big one hits San Francisco, and every building except that one falls down, and the entire structural engineering community is just flipped. <laughs> now they have to re reevaluate their entire to, lives. Have to build everything at an angle now. <laughs> <laughs> that that building discovered the magic angle. <laughs> yes. Sc sc screw the golden section and the aesthetic appeal <laughs> of that uh, particular theory. Yes. Let's build everything yeah, at a point yeah, zero four degree angle. We've discovered this magic structural angle that makes everything rock solid. Yeah. Yes, the the Great San Francisco Earthquake of 2018 led to the discovery of angular seismology <laughs> <laughs> that now informs all of our building and yeah. Design. So yeah, this will uh, or this was on sixty minutes. So you can go look at the rerun of the 60 Minutes if you have that CBS app uh, service that no one buys, even though Star Trek's on there. Sure. Anybody watching that? No? Discovering now. No. I no. even recorded I said, the first I said bye -bye the, to CBS. The free episode. I said bye-bye to CBS, so no. Nope. They broadcast on the network, and I haven't even watched it. I mean, like most of my friends that have been watching it seem to like it, so... so. 
if I get an opportunity, I want to see it, but I don't know. It just hasn't been super high on my list. So it's probably good. It's just being impeded by the fact that they're limiting it to their stupid standalone streaming service. Six ninety nine a month is that how much it is, or is it five ninety nine? Like Who cares? Like, if you have it, go watch sixty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, like <laughs> no. yeah, like everyone's trying to build their own streaming service now. It's getting difficult to keep up with. Craig, you're happy with Sling so far? Um, with with my four my four streaming services that uh, are cheaper <laughs> than Comcast was. Yes. Okay, so you have Sling and. Hulu and Netflix and Amazon? Well, I've had, yeah, Hulu, yeah. Netflix, yeah, yeah, and Amazon. Yeah, yeah. I had those before. And okay. I was paying for HBO yeah. via Comcast. So I technically, I have yeah, that as well sure. through Sling. Right. But the, the the grand total, if you took if you take the HBO and those other three streaming services off there uh-huh. and just look at Comcast versus Sling. my Google Fiber plus Sling, yeah, yeah. I'm paying much less for Google Fiber plus Sling than I was for Comcast. Great. AT&T, get your act together so I can get um, fiber at my house. Fiber. <laughs> waiting, on, waiting on that as well. My internet's all backed up. It needs more fiber. <laughs> Craig, uh-huh. I made a poop joke and you didn't laugh. I'm sorry. Or, or act disgusted because those were your, your, two, your two options. <laughs> oh, that, those are my options. How about indignant stare? There you go. What else is news? Oh... <laughs> Pizza and ramen are colliding <laughs> in a new flavor. Wait, wait are these are these uh, are these uh, The are these alien nemeses on the new Star Trek that we just talked about? Pizza, <laughs> no. pizza and ramen. <laughs> oh no, that's Romulan. Oh, no. that's why that sounded familiar. No, um, ramen pizza or pizza flavored ramen? Pizza flavored ramen. Nissen. Oh, okay. Nissen. Do you know that? Yeah, that's one. That's, that's on one of the big brands. Yeah, of, of ramen. I don't, I don't think noodles works on pizza. Well, uh, you're wrong. That's why they're two separate Italian <laughs> delicacies. They're making a thing that's, uh, you know, everyone loves pizza. Most people love ramen. I love how they just kind of <laughs> downplay the ramen. Thing. <laughs> what happens when you put the two together? Crazy, wonderful things, probably. Or maybe disgusting trash. How can you be sure? <laughs> Cup noodle <laughs> maker Nissan has been pondering the question and has come up with an answer. Pizza ramen. Cup noodle cheese pizza toma- potato tomato flavor mm. big. <laughs> What? That's what it's called. Say that again? <laughs> Please? Cup noodle cheese pizza potato tomato flavor big. It's got potato, potato. in it. Potato? Yeah. It's... That doesn't go in ramen or pizza. <laughs> well, I think what they did I, was... I've had baked potato pizza. That is a thing. It's just yeah. if you're making pizza flavored ramen, that seems a strange direction to go. I think yeah. the pizza side of it is more in the fact that the sauce is pizza sauce flavored. Ah. But it's it's actually kind of a mishmash of a whole bunch of stuff. So, um, not sure where you can buy yourself some of that, but you can go check it out. I if, never had if the... you if you like noodles, cheese, pizza, potatoes, and tomatoes. Oh, mm-hmm. and flavor big. Um, <laughs> you can try all of those. Who doesn't in, like their in, flavor in, big in a cup? <laughs> <laughs> so have fun with that. I've never had the Nissan ramen. Is it better quality than their cars? Um, I don't know how to answer that, and I'm closing. <laughs> I discovered right uh, <laughs> shrimp-flavored maruchan ramen in college, and that's all I've ever bought since then. <laughs> it's not bad. They, they, they also, I believe they also have a chili lime shrimp now. <laughs> that 
no that like i'm you think i'm joking but no that is actually a thing i was hoping it was just a joke no <laughs> oh boy with the chili oh, lime the and the sriracha is there sriracha ramen Prob Marachan's gotten like weird with the flavors over the last like decades. Because so. again, <laughs> you should just put the sriracha that's in the bottle in your fridge that everyone should own, and just put that in your ramen if you want it to taste like that. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in agreement. I don't think you need to have every little flavor variation of this and that and the other yeah. thing where you can when you can have the 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 bottled flavors and yeah. use them just as long as you finish them off and use them up before the, uh, before they expire and you have to throw out half of what's on your hopefully, refrigerator door. Hopefully you consult the Excel spreadsheet you've printed and taped to your refrigerator door with all of the expiration dates, or you've put it into your calendar on it's your reminders. mobile device. Make sure to throw this thing out on the day it expires. Cons and considering I already keep a chart for, you know, pet medications, that's not a far step for me to be able to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Is there an app for that, I wonder? Let me go look. <laughs> there, I know there are several apps for medications, <laughs> keeping track of your medications. And if that's too high tech for you, there's the little plastic tray with the Monday through Sunday, Sunday through Saturday labeled things. Thing, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could also... But what 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 it needs to be is like an app that like is built that you can it like learns your flavors and customizes things so you got things you can select you don't have to type constantly you know like after you've put in whatever you've got that's going to expire on a particular mm -hmm. day it you know it knows that you're going to throw that thing away yeah and so it it interacts with another app where you make your shopping list and it adds it and it adds it and it comes up and it pops itself down here as a little icon so that you can just click that icon and pop it back into whatever onto whatever date it wants to be on. Yep. For for you to uh wow, dump it out again. App development community, if you haven't thought <laughs> of this yet. Too bad we trademarked it. We're going to sue you. Um <laughs> we didn't trademark anything. Oh, the fact that I said that it's trademarked on the internet makes it trademarked, right? It's like copyright, right? <laughs> Velcro lawyers, well, you email us, let write, us know. Write the thing down and put it in an envelope and mail it to yourself there so you that go. it's yeah, got yeah, a date yeah, on it. Yeah, no, that exactly. doesn't, nope, sorry, it doesn't work. <laughs> I didn't think of this when we, That's a lie. Uh, last week when we talked about sriracha, but isn't the sriracha-flavored everything phase over like three, four, five years ago? Maybe. Why is that still happening? Maybe. I, I, I mean, it, it's not as prevalent as it was, and every once in a while something new will come out. I I do think like most companies have gotten away from it. Because my pantry still smells like the sriracha popcorn I bought a case of and didn't <laughs> eat. <laughs> Oops. Because it was gross after two bags. Damn you, Amazon. <laughs> Damn you. Speaking of things that should be over with and aren't, I was wondering about this not not too long ago. And, you know, just one of those random thoughts that pops in your head. Hey, isn't that, isn't that thing fixed yet? <laughs> we never hear about it anymore. The hole in the ozone layer? <laughs> <laughs> it's still there. Sure it is. Yeah. Yeah. But we fixed it 30 years ago. We banned all those uh, chemicals in the aerosol cans. In 1987. Sevens. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, no, it's uh, but it it, it it continues to shrink. 
and okay. it is at its smallest yeah. size since 1988, immediately after the ban, and it started shrink- shrinking. Good. So, yeah, I guess it fluctuates, but it's still there. You know, if you find the right spot at the South Pole, and you you set up your research facility there and your your tent or whatever, you can just stick your hand out with the frying pan and sure and it's it, gonna and be it like cooks. that's a cartoon it's gonna it's gonna be like Hen- it's gonna be like henry the eighth's jousting wound it never fully closed <laughs> <laughs> that's why henry the eighth got fat yeah wait was the hole in the ozone made with excalibur <laughs> isn't excalibur? that the case like if excalibur stabs you it never heals I don't know. Or do they make that up on the librarians? (laughs) They might have made that up. No, like, I think that's, like, the sword Excalibur's, like, the mythological sword Excalibur's based on. There have been a number of, yeah, there have been a number of stories about King Arthur and Excalibur, and the the sword has been attributed magical properties. A number of of different ways not I, the I just... actual sword that little girl found while swimming like <laughs> well, a month ago well like the the thing you're talking about is like a celtic mythological sword that a lot of the excalibur stories are, are specifically based on there you go yeah so okay. some, some complicated name that starts with the c that i will not try to pronounce <laughs> that has an ao in it that doesn't sound like ao uh-huh <laughs> Um, goofy ass language and i can say that because i'm part irish yeah. <laughs> well i was about to say like Fuck it mix celtic mythology has a <laughs> lot of weapons like that too jeez i can say that i, I guess oh i'm at that point in sons of anarchy and and just to you know let you know that i'm still watching it mm-hmm. <laughs> wow uh allison and i had to pause it and we looked at each other and we were like do the irish really hate black people that much like i didn't i never remember hearing that before did they make that up for the show i don't know i'm asking you um (laughs) not not walking into that spoiler free explanation i'm not walking into that trap i don't know what what little i know about the history that might drive that is like scott's irish descent here um and like so you know poor families but were paid for work and a lot of that work at some point got taken over by slaves in the southeast and so like there's just this history of like poor like scottish and irish families in the southeast that had issues with black people to put it mildly just because this free source of labor the landowners used displaced what they used to do for not much money but still money well that makes sense as an explanation for Irish people of Irish descent in the Southeast, but that doesn't explain why actual Irish people in Ireland. Yeah, anyway. no, that I have no idea about. Okay. I, I we'll just, just go I, and... I just know a little bit of the American we'll, piece. Of I'll it. give my ancestors or my whatever, a ben- the benefit of the doubt and assume that they made that up for TV. What else is news? When Getting away from that topic as quickly as possible. When sentencing wrongdoers, <laughs> judges, judges sometimes, uh, Choose punishments that go beyond the usual fine and prison time or jail time or whatever, right? They, Creative they sentencing. Do the, they do the stuff where they make the person stand out on a corner with a sandwich board that says what they did. They try sure. to embarrass them uh-huh. into never doing the thing again. Put them in stocks. Oh, recently a Hawaii judge um, was faced uh, with the decision for a punishment for a fellow who, let's see, where did you, in, uh, in February he was ordered to stop contacting his ex. Um, two months later, 
He called and texted her 144 times over the span of about three hours. Whoa. A gross? <laughs> yeah. He was arrested <laughs> and spent 157 days in jail. Uh-huh. Um, and then he was ultimately uh, slapped in with a fine of $2,400, 200 hours of community service, and he has to write... 144 nice things about his ex. Ooh, ouch. And he can't repeat. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> he can't pull the, wow. you know, the, the kid at the blackboard yeah, yeah, writing yeah. it over and over. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Now, we had a discussion about, about satire and, and <laughs> sarcasm on the last episode. I wonder if he can be writing these, saying the nice thing, but in his head he's he's saying it sarcastically. <laughs> so that he feels vindicated. Right. Well, that's like, the only way you're going to get through it, because you're going to have to make up stuff that's not even such true. A, you're such a kind and loving person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in his head, that's what it yeah, sounds like, yeah. but on the page it looks like a sincere compliment. Yeah, yeah 144 of them. Be nice to your ex, everybody. Might get a writing assignment from a Hawaiian judge. I mean, if that was the love of your life, could you even come up with 144 unique and distinct separate things to say about them positively? If that's in love of your life, you better be able to come up with 144 <laughs> distinct well, compliments. Well, you're, you're a wordsmith, which is like a poopsmith, but with words. So that would be easy for you. Yeah. I'd have to grab the thesaurus. <laughs> Maybe you take this as an opportunity to learn some things. In in addition to learning to not text and email someone 144 times in three hours and be harassing them. Now, you learn that, but you also perhaps learn some new words and uh, learn to uh, to pay a compliment to someone. I think the world would in general be a better place if people told other people what they liked about them occasionally. <laughs> Instead of only focusing on the negative. Like we do all the time. <laughs> Leave a positive review, people. <laughs> people might actually pay attention to the reviews then. Does that thing, that article, say anything about his 144 nasty things in three minutes? Were they all completely three unique hours. and different? Three three hours. <laughs> or did he repeat himself? Uh, it doesn't say. Okay. I, I'm assuming it was a lot of those like one or two word messages that like after about five yeah. of them you have a sentence. About 132 of them were F you, I bet. <laughs> well, it might have been 144 point... creative uses of the word yeah, F. Yeah, you know, the, the uh, word yeah. could have been used. That's a versatile word. I, st- I stand by my statement about 144 unique nice things and I repeat it with the, I'm saying it's not possible to do it with nasty things either. You're going to repeat yourself. Or you're gonna have to make stuff up. Hold on, you don't think I can <laughs> insult somebody 144 different ways in three hours? Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> I've join, got a, join us next week I've for got, a special three-hour Nurburger. <laughs> I've got a few episodes. I've got a few uh, episodes of a TV show I want to watch, and I've got a couple of things to prep for some upcoming stuff. But I've got a little bit of free time today. I can probably set three hours aside and send you 144 emails and texts. <laughs> That, well, was that, you, have... that was you volunteering to receive those messages, right? <laughs> yeah, for the bit, sure. Uh, <laughs> I oh, have, oh I have, right, for the bit. I have a How mo- hard would he crap himself if he started receiving emails and texts from me tonight, ripping into him <laughs> on stuff? <laughs> I'd turn my phone off. 
No, but the fact that I was following through on all of this, that this isn't just another one of my lies. <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd, I'd think, um, wow, Craig lied before when he told me he had stuff to do this afternoon. <laughs> I suppose it depends on that's, when I get... That's gets... not the kind of lie I expect from Craig. That's the kind of thing I assume to be true. Now I have to, now I have to suspect everything he says. <laughs> I have to from rethink... now until... One of us dies to rethink or my kills each friendship. other, whichever happens first. Yeah. All right. What else is, what else we got? I'm going to start composing lies or, okay. or uh, insults right now. Some of them will probably be exaggerations and lies, but they'll all be unique insults. Speaking of lists of things. Okay. Um, it's been a couple of weeks now. Uh, anybody got any Halloween candy left? Eat it all. I've uh, I've been helping to clear the the counter at work of the leftover Halloween stuff candy that everybody brought in. All the people that live in uh-huh. neighborhoods where the trick or treaters actually come around and they have stuff left over. Yep. And I even sent you a photo. Of, they had the uh, fun size Kit Kat, oh, that's, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is like it's like two, you know, a, a Kit Kat bars for yeah, Kit Kats. Yeah. Um, and, and the fun size, the fun are size two is, mini is two Kit-Kats. mini Kit Kats, yeah, but yeah. I took I took the two mini Kit Kat fun sizes that were in there, and I took the wrappers off, and I put and I put them together. <laughs> <laughs> I took a photo and I said, "Sharing Kit Kat, f that." Doing, doing the opposite. Yeah, I made myself a uh, a full Kit Kat or a full yeah. size a facsimile mini Kit Kat. Yeah, mini Kit Kat. It's never consistent year to year here in this neighborhood. I don't know why. It's a small neighborhood. Um, we've had, uh, we've had times where the one bag of big mix candy is enough, mm-hmm. you know, the standard size. Yeah. Um, and we've had times where, oh my God, it's gone. And then we've had, uh, years where no one's come by the house. Weird. Um, so we never know what to expect. Uh, so pretty much Allison just buys one bag. It was Kit Kats, mini Kit Kats and the Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh yeah. Top notch. Um, Top both both of those top tanners. Oh yeah, oh yeah, those are both favorites and uh, both ones we were looking forward to eating afterward. <laughs> should um, you have any left? Yeah. Should we have any left? And it turned out it was going to be one of those two bag years, and so Allison turned the lights off and locked the door and shut everything down while we still had some left. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, kids. Not not. I was waiting for the story of like, you know, we went to the store the day after Halloween and bought the, uh, you know, the surplus 50% off. I and never got think our... to do that. Oh, man. That, that, that was even better. That is so... There were still kids on the street. Like ladies, they, We could hear them and see ladies them. Ladies and gentlemen listening to Nerdburger, <laughs> you will never, ever witness or hear Mike say something that is more Mike than what he just said. <laughs> That is so you. It's like, oh yeah, we'll give the kids. Well, you, you, you don't have kids, but it's like the kids come around, you give them candy. It's great. It's Halloween. All fun. We had fun when we were kids. Let's have you know, let the kids have fun, have some candy. But you're not having all of it. No, I'm saying, <laughs> yes, I went along with this, but this was her call. I understand. And um, and and it's her. You're all, you're angry that you didn't think of it first. No, I'm angry there wasn't more left over because, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> And this happens every year. Go ahead. I warn her. I say, it's you never know. We never know what's going to happen in this neighborhood. We could get nobody. We could get a thousand kids. You never know. You have to dole them out one candy per kid. 
What does she do? She opens the, the door handful. and holds the bucket oh, out there and lets them grab whatever no, they want. No, no, no. The ones that have parental supervision get yelled at and told to put, put some of that back. But the you know the the kids that can walk around on their own that are old enough, they just fistfuls, fistfuls. We had. I think it was three. It might have been four groups of kids come by before she she had to shut it down because I'm seeing, they took so much. I'm seeing the movie version of this, like the sitcom version of Mike and Allison, like uh, in their new home with three cameras and a laugh track, <laughs> and Mike's just sitting there on the you know watching TV, and there's a ding dong, and conveniently Allison, laid out so you can see all the rooms Allison gets, from one picks, side. Allison picks up a uh, a clear plastic jack o' lantern, so it's. Clear. clear you can see the candy inside yeah, 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 yeah. and she walks to the door she opens the door and the door now blocks the candy the, the, the jack-o'-lantern uh-huh. container sure sure <laughs> she's and oh, you hear you hear and she, kids and you hear kids and she says oh and it's a princess and it's a transformer and it's and a then, blah 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 and, and then, then she, you just hear this very loud <laughs> hands grabbing candy wrappers it sounds like velociraptors uh-huh, yeah. and then she shuts the door and there's, and like, there's like two yeah, things left <laughs> Yep. <laughs> and then she looks at the yeah. camera and kind of shrugs. Yeah. Yeah. That, but stretch that out over okay, like so five minutes. Where where we're going with this <laughs> ultimately is We we mentioned um Halloween candy and food and precious metals. <laughs> Put together a couple our... of weeks ago. Sure. And um we have lists now. I have it's all kind of it's yeah, all I, mean, over. I got six things I jotted down. Wow. So how do we want to do this? I, I'll tell you what I did. I I, uh, I separated the categories, the three categories, candies, foods, and precious metals. And I came up with uh, my top three for each because there were that makes nine and that's evenly distributed. But we were supposed to do a top ten list. So I, I created the fourth other category to add one more. Okay. So I did um, not unfairly weight either the candies, the foods, or the precious metals. Okay. But I didn't put them in order. This is what I did. <laughs> I put six things in a, in a clump. And I did not order yeah. them. Go. Okay, I have my I have ten <laughs> things in in a clump, on a, a sort of ordered. This reminds me of uh, everybody know the story about Chris Columbus when he did the first Harry Potter movie and he got the three kids. He gave them an, each an assignment to write oh. a page about their character as a way to kind of study like the an character essay? to prepare. Right, yeah. run a one, write a one page uh-huh. essay or something like that. I have to do homework for this. <laughs> I thought I was going to get out of school. The, Acting. Um, Daniel Radcliffe wrote a page. Exactly a page. Um, Emma Watson wrote many pages. <laughs> <laughs> Rupert Grint never turned an assignment in. <laughs> Perfectly. Yes. For their characters. That's very good. <laughs> go ahead. Okay. Uh, should we, do you want me to just go through the one at a time, like all the candies? You can just make, you can just read and them in, off. In no particular order, whatchamacallit. That's a good one. I think that's my favorite. Uh, sugar babies. What? Sugar babies. I don't know what that is. They're brown sugar candy things that get chewy when you chew them up, and okay. they're just like addict, super addictive. Um, <laughs> and then I put this on here because it's it's never happened. I never got it as a kid, and I always wanted it. And I'm probably going to get disagreed with here, but this would be awesome as a Halloween candy. Fun dip. <laughs> sure. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, the candy because that's kind of big. That's <laughs> that's like going out of your way 
to get for one person a sure. whole fun dip <laughs> all three that's the thing flavors that has, and the sticks it's the stick that you lick mm-hmm. and then you yep. just basically dip it in sugar over and over flavored sugar yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so those were my three top three candies uh well i do have three candies here kit kat yep reese's cups sure we've talked about both yeah, of those yeah, yeah. and then the, and then the and then the uh you know the sandwich version of the uh, peanut m&m which is the mr good bar <laughs> or it's just chocolate and peanuts because I'm a I'm, I I like peanuts. I like a lot of different types of nuts. You know, I, that sounds terrible, but I like. I, I, so I've, does the dog. I've, yeah, wah, wah. <laughs> but I've I've been like a peanut peanuts for a snack has been a thing for me for forever. It's funny and that you should mention that because uh, I had cool. multiple people notice this year that people with kids who actually got candy and brought it home they said there's no Snickers. Oh no, because. People are deathly afraid of have some kid having a peanut allergy oh, thing sure. happen. Okay, so yeah, they, that makes so sense. So they don't give out. They don't give out. So they don't. They don't give out anything with peanuts. So you're seeing Snickers disappear from Halloween. Well, more for you. But Reese's peanut butter cups, I guess, are okay because that's not actually peanut butter. I, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go down there. I don't know. <laughs> right? It doesn't taste like peanut butter because I hate peanut the butter, last, but I love Reese's peanut butter cups. I, the last couple that can't of... possibly be real peanut butter. It tastes too good. <laughs> It's like last couple episodes, I have, looks like peanut butter. Last couple episodes, I have just backed off on any time he asks me an opinion like that because I was like, I don't want to get called out on that. Disclaimer: Reese's peanut butter cups may actually contain peanuts. Do not feed it to your child if your um, child has peanut allergy. And then I respect your child's peanut allergy. Okay, what else, what else we got now? Then we want to talk about um, uh, foods too. Oh, what about Josh? You have, what are your favorite candy? I was about to say candy is the only one I could probably come up with two or three on. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> Just as far as a favorites list go, uh, always I was a fiend for Three Musketeers. Okay, I don't. What, what were you dropped on your head? I mean, what's I don't know. Like, is there something wrong? Yeah, no. I like Three Musketeers, Laffy Taffy, uh, Laffy Taffy. And, wow, that takes me back. And yeah. and then the curveball has like those first two are like just mostly about sugar and yeah. how sweet they are. Third one's dark chocolate. Like I've always loved dark chocolate. Like the like, Hershey's ever dark. Since, yeah, like when you get the mix and you had this Hershey's special dark yeah, as yeah. part of it. Like I, I would like just gather all those things together, and those would be the ones I would like stockpile. Wow. like out of my hall. <laughs> Take those other chocolate bars and just look up. You are I'll dark ch- chocolate. What do you, what do you think you're doing? Masquerading as chocolate? Just come across the. I'll trade you my dark chocolates for your milk chocolate. No, I know, I know how much you like dark chocolate. I'll, I'll trade you one dark chocolate for every two milk chocolates. That kind of thing. Start doing that with your with yeah. your siblings or uh, your cousins or whatever. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little cutthroat. <laughs> oh, what else? Okay, so foods next. Well, it was just a couple of foods that you know I kept surf and turf on the list. <laughs> oh, obviously, yeah, that was my number one. Um, and then I have a. Uh, I think it was because of the whole experience, but I have a real uh, soft spot for that buffalo steak that I had in Deadwood. <laughs> 15 or so years ago with jason with jason yeah. with the world's best waiter ever he got tipped so well why was he the best waiter again um because he heard us talking about how we had just driven all day on yeah. a sunday to uh-huh. get to deadwood and how we had missed the packer game that that oh, okay. sunday okay and he came back not only with scores, but with highlights and Whoa. told us how everything, how every touchdown was scored. Wow. He got a huge tip. <laughs> have I heard that story before? Yes, you have. Okay. 
and I had buffalo steak and uh, but what, that buffalo steak, yeah, yeah. and quite possibly by that guy. quite possibly the best mushroom bisque I've ever had. Yeah, I'm not a fan, but okay. I uh, my okay. I had surfer turf on the list, but it was I had uh, I had altered it to bacon wrapped surf and turf in a <laughs> butter sauce. <laughs> that's fair. Just to be clear, that's how it has to be. <laughs> Served. Not any old, so not some, just any old surf. And somebody turf, serves no. your regular surf and turf, and you grab it out of your jack o' lantern, and you whip it across the room. What do you think you are? You're not real surf and turf. Overcooked <laughs> flank steak with some fried shrimp. No, that is not <laughs> surf and turf. Um, uh, Taco Bell Taco Twelve Pack. <laughs> not, just, not just a taco from Taco Bell. No, no, it must no. be twelve, 12 pack. <laughs> that could be regular tacos or supreme. No, it's only supreme. Nah. No point in having no. a regular taco. Nope. Why would you have a normal taco when Taco Supreme exists? Because they put more meat and cheese in it in mm. the space that is otherwise occupied by tomatoes and sour if, cream. If you're lucky. And uh, <laughs> number if... three, recipe made by me. Oh, that's good too. That's my... The pasta and, yeah. and sauce and meatballs and sausages that Mike makes that you have not made for a the, while. The old country recipe from Great one great great just great grandma yeah that's right all right <laughs> foods um i can come up with two right off uh shrimp scampi uh, like specifically served over rice instead of pasta i oh. did that has that something mm. we did in my house that i just i don't know i always like that more than i was gonna say pasta. that's shrimp and pasta that, that those are two great things on their own you put it together my god and then with butter sauce, right? That's yeah, what scampi's yeah. yeah. Scampi's like a butter garlic yeah, sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Butter and garlic. Oh, hey, yeah. But <laughs> now you're throwing us a curveball with the rice. Yeah. I'm liking it. Um, And, like, I preface this by saying, like, <laughs> fr- from an actual Japanese restaurant, but, like, proper ramen, like, not the stuff out of the packs, like... Oh, like, especially the spicy ramen, which it's normally just, like, the regular with a bowl of chili oil, so you can adjust it to your your Ooh. taste. Which yeah. oil. Well, which which, for, which for is me, how you should do it with those types of flavors. You give the person a little, <laughs> a little bit of the flavor and you let and you have trust mm-hmm. that they will make it the way they want it. You but, don't yep. have to jam chili oil yeah. into things. But for me personally <laughs> for me personally, I'm just dumping the whole thing in there. There you go. All, all the chili oil, please. <laughs> and then I'm, you're, I, then you're licking the licking the thing out. <laughs> Never been that bad that I can recall. Precious okay. metals. Uh, the only one I had on my list right off the top of my head was like, you know, copper from construction sites. <laughs> copper from yeah, construction steal, steal, sites? Steal all the copper oh. piping, <laughs> piping and wiring from construction sites and sell that. Copper is expensive. <laughs> That's speaking as an architect. Everything's PVC nowadays. Uh, <laughs> I didn't get that creative with this one. I just had bar of gold, bar of platinum, bar of rhodium, because those are the top three. They're all really close together. He just wants value. something that's worth a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yep. And precious metal. Um, <laughs> Favorite precious metals, Josh? I, I'm just going to go off like what little jewelry I wear, but like most of what I wear is either like silver or titanium, like this chain. Sure. I don't know. Just like the way they look. It's the silvery white stuff rather than the gold stuff. Yeah, basically. Yeah, see, I'm, tra- I prefer I'm that trading, my, I'm trading mine in with my sibling or cousin or or a friend for their cash. Sure. <laughs> I don't care how it looks. <laughs> and then my other category was a personal chauffeur who is a gray alien with his own ride. <laughs> what? 
Yeah. Well, it's not a candy of food. I, I mean, it's metal. pretty self-explanatory, I feel. Yeah. I want a personal chauffeur who is a gray alien with his own ride. With his, with his own ride. Yeah. I'm you assuming a saucer. You want... Yeah, okay. I'm not going to drive around on the ground. <laughs> Not gonna get in a Volkswagen with a space alien. <laughs> well, well, I mean, a gray. What do I look like? I mean, as they're traditionally depicted, a gray is not gonna be able to like see over a steering wheel. It needs to be like a vehicle designed for him that he can control with his mind, or that, and can travel to the other side of the planet in a second. Yeah, sure. Mostly, I just want a guy to you know teleport me. All right, what do we got? What do we got, Josh? Super Mario Odyssey just came, well, as of this recording, came out about a week ago. Um, I have already finished the story. Like, I played through it that quickly, which I don't do with games very often. Um, Definitely my favorite 3D Mario. I don't know if it's my favorite Mario overall. It's... The the whole gimmick is that you have this, like, living cap. Like, at the beginning of the game, you find this cap kingdom, like, living headwear for... Why not? It's far from the weirdest thing in the Mario universe. Sure. <laughs> Mushroom caps. But, but, in right? s- no, like, like, just all kinds of, like, the one that joins with you that eventually takes on the form of your hat. He just, in his normal form, looks like a little top hat with, like, a ghost body coming out of it. Okay. But, uh, and, and, honestly, in- haven't played it in a while. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> And, and unlike the old Mario's, like, your gimmick for, like, having powers, like, you don't collect, like, fire flowers and whatnot. Like, you use the living hat to possess other creatures, and you get abilities based on what the creature is. Like, you have these caterpillar-like things that you kind of, like, extend forward and then, like, snap forward to where your upper body is. <laughs> like, tr- to traverse long distances, there's there's these little, like, birds with these like needle beaks and you can use them to like jam into like wooden walls and then catapult yourself like climb walls that way (laughs) can't just can't just be a monkey no yeah gotta be a catapulting bird beak guy no just all kinds of fun little things like that and um (laughs) it's funny like a lot of mario games you've got the collectibles you're trying to find to move forward and there's way more than you need like you travel from kingdom to kingdom and like each kingdom of course has a particular theme um but like it's just you're not finding like discrete courses within the area that you're finding items in it's just like each kingdom's like a big open area you're exploring to find stuff interesting and and there's actually the one kingdom which is like the metropolitan city looking one that's called new donk city like There are no enemies in that one. It's just pure exploration, which is kind of a nice change of pace. <laughs> New Donk, Donk City. <laughs> well, and, and the the mayor of New Donk City is Pauline, the uh, the girl from the original Donkey Kong games. Like sure. that's what they named her later. I don't know if she was named that when the game first came out. And like it's just a giant city themed on New York with other than Pauline, like most of the people just look like like proportioned like normal people in the real world. And then you just have Mario like running through them all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! And and it's it's one of the franchise is still going strong. Yep, and it's it's there's still a lot to do. Because like I said, I beat the story, but like. 
a lot of stuff in the game doesn't unlock until you finish the story. Well, you know, Mario's long in the tooth. Uh, I think we've pretty much done everything we can do with it, huh, boys? I think maybe it's time to retire the, uh, a hat, the franchise. Huh? A hat that possesses monsters. <laughs> <laughs> and you can become a beak thing, and you can <laughs> climb a, with a, a wood, beak. A woodpecker bolt? Well, well <laughs> And, like, everything you possess, yeah. like, will be wearing Mario's cap and have a little mustache. Oh, that's fun. And, you know, and it's especially fun when they were, uh, before the game came out, a lot of the press, like, featured heavily is the fact that they're in a couple, like, one or two places. There's a Tyrannosaurus you can possess. With a, with a mustache. And when you possess it, yes, it oh, still has a little tiny mustache. <laughs> is it a, is it like Tyrannosaurus Rex size or is it like little bitty Mario size? The, the mustache is like it is not T Rex size. So you look you look like John Waters now, kind with of that yeah. little thin mustache. <laughs> but but the best part about the T Rex, they do not wait to throw that one at you. That's in like the second area of the game. <laughs> why would you, yeah? Why would you wait? <laughs> And, and, and it's interesting as like the story, of course, Bowser's ki- kidnapped Peach again, and he's he's going from kingdom to kin- kingdom, stealing things for their wedding, like to make it better. And so like the whole game, like Bowser's just wearing this very dapper, like white wedding outfit with a little gold Bowser symbol on the hat <laughs> brim. I want to see... Uh the sequel to this now have where you can possess one creature and then possess another and they they meld together so that you can be the dinosaur but with a big bird beak and you can propel your dinosaur self up a wall that, <laughs> with a little tiny mustache that, that would be fun <laughs> but no and it's it's kind of interesting because the, they also have like all these fun little nods to the older games like there are like pipes that will like take you into these flat wall murals like with 8-bit style graphics and it's just like old school mario complete like more more colors than they had on the nes but it's basically the nes style pixel graphics run from the left to the right do the thing and then you pop back out into the 3d world (laughs) and it's got costumes like like that's you can get like caught in each kingdom you travel to. There's like a store where you can buy new costumes for Mario. So you can dress them up however you want. (laughs) So yeah, like it's definitely like the game I've bought that I feel most justifies buying the switch worth, worth the money, huh? Yeah, that's good. Cause every so often there's a stinker. So you gotta, (laughs) you gotta take joy in those moments where you're like, okay, that was absolutely the best money spent. Yeah, no, like, I bought it the day after we got back from Disney, and I, like, I had been playing it for, like, at least two hours a day ever since, and, like I said, just kind of powered through the story, and now just seeing what I can do. Hey, Josh, what are you going to do after you do this podcast? Actually, not Mario. <laughs> I I would I would like to be playing Mario, but no, I'm actually going to go to a friend's place and finish the last four episodes of Stranger Things 2. Oh yeah, Stranger Things, baby. Yep, yep. I pounded through that in two nights. <laughs> we basically watched the first five yesterday, and we're gonna watch the rest of them after this. We we had to pause to go see Thor Ragnarok last night. <laughs> Very good. Allison decided she doesn't like Stranger Things anymore after the first episode of season two. So I'm on my own now, which make means it's gonna take me longer to watch it. <laughs> Oh, and for the record, I'm back watching Sons of Anarchy again <laughs> because of you and Derek. <laughs> Halfway, two thirds of the way through season one. 
<laughs> so um the brontosaurus is back right it's not there's a patasaurus and brontosaurus now right because and i think we covered this because that but that's i googled or yeah i googled it and it's coming up like two years ago okay and it, and it kind of rings a bell so if you have t-rex john waters <laughs> do you have brontosaurus or a patasaurus divine i don't know brontosaurus <laughs> Because it was easy when Brontosaurus was still gone and no longer a dinosaur. It was a Patasaurus divine. But now the Brontosaurus is back, which I now remember. I'm conflicted. So now you see Brontosaurus wearing, like, you know, garish pink. <laughs> Big wig. <laughs> Big bouffant thing. There's a movie, an early John Waters movie, and I did not, I have not seen this. I've been told this, where Divine eats poo. Mm-hmm. I yeah I've Where heard she, about yeah, that in the in in the movie her character is the most disgusting person in the world yeah. and she and it's yeah the dog, dog craps yeah. and and she immediately eats it and it's in its yes continuous, it's a continuous take. shot yep yeah that came after a, 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 an explanation I had to to explain to the person who told me about the divine poo thing what um two girls one cup was <laughs> jeez <laughs> thank you John Waters. <laughs> Look, look at all the wonderful things you've given to us. And how I watched it at work ten, <laughs> ten years ago when Matt and uh, Ed showed it to me. Oh, did they film your reaction as was the craze at one no, point? No, but they did show me the Kermit reaction <laughs> video bef- immediately before showing me what Kermit was reacting to. <laughs> Craig has something that someone made him watch at a party that he won't even describe. <laughs> I have no idea what that was, but apparently it's worse. That was messed up. <laughs> well, it's not. Now we know it's not the divine dog poo eating no, thing or nothing. the two girls one cup. That's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was a there was a thing from a porno. It was on a tape. <laughs> oh, we watched it, and and the tape stayed in the in the apartment. I was living with three people at the time, and we always had people. We always had friends over. Always had people coming and going, and like every time somebody new came along, we would make them watch it. And the, the horrible thing about it was that if you were going to make someone else watch it, you had to stay and yeah, watch it too. Yeah. That was the agreement we came up with. It's like, we're going to inflict this on our friends. So we got to sit through it again too. And so, I was about to say, what was it if they actually came back? They were friends for life. Yeah, basically. If they didn't run screaming. Yeah. After the decision of how badly do we want to watch this again, <laughs> that we have to show it to this person. No, it was always, the, the, the decision was the other direction. <laughs> We have to do this. Oh. Well, I, I, I was about to... I'll just suck it up and I'll watch it again yeah. because we have to show well, this to another person. Well, you've seen it already, so it's... Yeah, I was about to say, you guys were probably numb to it. Yeah. yeah. If I ever were to see that act in real life, <laughs> probably wouldn't even phase me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> learned something new about Craig. <laughs> I would have learned something new about a particular person that I was seeing doing that act now, too. <laughs> You, you really yeah, want to know that. what I'm talking no, about. I don't. <laughs> Moving I don't on. I think I do. Not not without like a six pack in me. <laughs> what are we what are we up to here? Um thirty eight question. Kevin question time. Yeah. We uh we skipped it last week for reasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so here we go. Thirty eight question. Um how were I haven't not read this, so surprise to me. How were there so many negligent parents that were willing to send their kids to Hogwarts. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) 
(laughs) (laughs) Oh, unintentional. Uh, It has to be the most dangerous boarding school in the world. They seem to be averaging five student deaths a year. Might be time for British wizard OSHA. Wizard OSHA to get involved. (laughs) Thanks, Kevin. Well, in fairness, I think... Until Harry Harry's, showed up, people didn't start dying. Until that, well, no, right, that's right? not even that. It's not even that. Even in Harry's first few years, I don't think par- the wizard parents would be overly concerned. It wasn't until Harry's fifth year that there was correct that there, that, was, that there was a death. Yeah. Then that becomes like, oh, he okay. Now, the, now the wizard parents start to need yeah. to start thinking about this. Well, so well, Kevin, well, Kevin's overinflating the numbers <laughs> yeah. there. Well, well, like a I've, little bit. Well, like when you're teaching kids like elemental powers of the universe, like there's there's gonna be some casualties. I would think that that it, uh, we're talking about wizards sending their own children to the wizard yeah. school. They know what's going on, right? Right. Like they're not gonna. That's part of it. It comes with the territory. I agree. Th- th- there's gonna be a little bit of risk. Yeah, there's a little. There's always the chance that something terrible is gonna happen. Well, I'm, well, I'm well, more alarmed personally as a. As a uh, as a parent, if I was a parent in that world and had a kid that I was sending off, when they came back, when they came home for Christmas on their third year and told me that there was yet another protection against the dark arts <laughs> professor, I'd be like, what the hell's going on there? That doesn't sound good because there's like these professors that are always there. Yeah, professing doing their thing, uh-huh. but every yeah. year there's, there's a, a different new... professor of I... protection versus the dark arts. Hmm. Another year, another professor. <laughs> Maybe you should vet these guys yeah. a little a little better. <laughs> Maybe uh, take one of the uh, one of the tried and true, like maybe McGonagall. Maybe put McGonagall in charge of that. She's been around for a while. <laughs> She'll bring that class under control. Yeah, every every single year, new 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 one, and it's never just like oh, and they're, and they're just the teacher. And there's always there's always yeah. at the they're always at the center of uh-huh. things. Yeah. <laughs> they're 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 tied into like an aspect of the larger plot every... that dictates that they're going to be gone the following year. <laughs> I, I I would think that as a wizard parent of a of a wizard child, that you would you would not you would expect them to you would expect more harm to come from them by sending them out into the world without wizard training. That's true. Than by sending them to the school where they can get the wizard training. But there's also the added complexity of some of the some of the wizards, some of the wizard children that go and become that are going to Hogwarts. Is are... there a word for like a young wizard that's not quite a fully formed wizard yet? Well, they're just they're just students, but they're, they're... they don't have a term for it. If your parents were not wizards you're called a muggle right I, yeah, or a yeah, mug, yeah, sure. mud blood um because you do not have you do not have magic in your veins that don't have the fancy lineage yes and, oh wait uh, not all of the kids have wizard parents no hermione oh. does not have wizard parents okay. she's referred to uh, rather nastily by draco malfoy on a number of occasions I, I saw the first movie and then one more movie and half of another movie and i don't know which ones those okay were. and the thing I would, I, you know, like and the I wizard, the, books. the wizard parents, point that out too. wizard parents would know what their kids are getting into with Hogwarts, whereas the, the, the muggle parents what? are, Hermione comes okay. home and tells mom and dad. All right. Now I, okay, now <laughs> I understand, now I understand Kevin's point of view a little bit better. That would be a I little just, over the top. Not, I thought everybody had a wizard parent. 
nope it's at least a whole, one it's there's a there's a whole a uh, dominant or recessive there's gene? a whole there's a whole subtext <laughs> of uh classism in those uh-huh. books there for 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 children's books um and admittedly it's a children's books series yeah. young adult literature that that grows with the child like if you read the first book when you were much yeah. younger and by the time you read the last book you were older and more mature yeah. The, the, the books the, become more mature. The writing, the stories, the, progresses the depth, for the age of the, the depth, audience. The depth of the yes. story and the and the issues tackled, and they get into like you know essentially racism with how the yeah, how let... the elves are treated. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, and, and you get into they're the... slaves. I didn't I in the books. That, they're I, slaves. Okay, I didn't Straight. get that far. I don't. Yeah, yeah and like you, <laughs> they you... touch on that stuff. I mean, she the I, stories I, get deep. Yeah, and there's this whole angle with, like, this group of pure-blood wizards, like the ones with the fancy lineages, that, like, do not want the muggle-born wizards to be part of the mm-hmm. wizarding world, basically. I think they are in they are in favor of classist segregation. Aha. Uh-huh. Wow. I'm, uh... Okay, I have a higher opinion of her now, the author, for working all of that in. <laughs> yeah, and it, all, and it all starts out with, you Not know, that just, I had a low opinion, but I... Yeah. You know, it, 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 they they grow like, as you go. So she wrote what yeah, seven, seven um, books and has like a gazillion dollars. Okay. Um, she was she was the one who became she's a billionaire, but not anymore because she's given so much to charity. I believe she, so. She unbillioned herself. She unbillionaired herself. Wow. And probably what do you, what do you need it for? And, and still, yeah. Doing when you get to nine hundred ninety nine sure. million, I yeah, what's one more? <laughs> When you get to nine, more importantly, when you get to nine hundred ninety-nine million, why don't you give away a few hundred million? I mean, you're going to be fine. <laughs> What's Interest alone, more? yeah. So, yeah, um, Kevin, I don't know, man. It, that's a very good question. I think, uh, I think those parents acted with the uh, plot in mind. <laughs> it wouldn't be nearly as entertaining if these characters that we really came to know and love in the first few yeah. stories suddenly weren't there for the Battle of Hogwarts at the end. Because, so, quite li- frankly, yeah. it's totally worth watching the whole series just to see what some of those minor characters do at the end when they get mm. their moment to shine. They, they the stories do a good job of taking a number of the you know the non main three and giving them cool stuff yeah. and giving them great little story arcs. So there you go. British Wizard Osha. <laughs> Whatever Osha. that's called. Browosha. <laughs> or Bwosha. Just B W O. Is is Brosha? Would that be like <laughs> when you're hanging out with your dude bros at a party and one of you wants to do something really stupid and the other one says, Hey, you should put this helmet on first? Is that a Brosha code? Wow, <laughs> are, they, are they looking out good. for you? Yeah. Barney, add that to the book. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, Does that about do it. I think so. Josh, Josh, thank you. Thanks for having me again. My... Craig, do you have an outro written? I do on your touch yep. device there. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, good. Mike, where can they find us? They can find us at nerdburgershow dot com at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us nerdburgershow at gmail.com we won't respond for a couple of weeks because next week oh I'm a Frankenburger something no promises right <laughs> um, you can also go to nerdburgergames.com for game stuff and you can go to drivethroughrpg.com to buy uh, for example the Capers preview edition Ooh. you can check the game out for sale it is it is for sale <laughs>
On the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike tells a slow-roasted sizzling story, and Craig reports on a twisted caramelized news item, oh all my. in the hopes that you will choose the Nerdburger podcast over those other healthier podcasts. Yo, who wants to listen to a healthy podcast? Come to this podcast and listen to all the crap we spew out into your ear holes. Your ear holes will thank you. I said ear holes. Ear hole will thank you. Correct. <laughs> Get your other holes serviced by other podcasts. Okay. All right. <laughs> Bye. That escalated quick. <laughs>